On this episode of Rock Down South, we sit down with Kaz from the rock band Red Light King. We talk about his journey in music, the new single, and much, much more. We hope you all enjoy. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? It's Kaz from the rock band Red Light King. You're listening to Rock Down South. Welcome to another exciting episode of Rock Down South, your home for rock and country music. Today, we had the pleasure of speaking with Mark Kasperzik, or better known as Kaz, from the rock band Red Light King. And he's basically a rock veteran at this point. I remember listening to his albums back in 2011 and 2013, and they were great. He had a massive rock hit on the radio at the time called Bullet in My Hand, and had lots of other good songs as well. We talk about those days hitting a bigger radio, a bit about his background, and of course, we talk about the exciting new stuff he has on the horizon, like the new single and music video for In My Blood, which is a great track that y'all should definitely check out, by the way. So without further ado, here's the show. What's up, Kaz? How you doing today, man? Terrific, Mark. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. You know, nice uh, summer day. I'm really enjoying this time. What about you guys? Yeah, can't complain, you know, can't complain. Um, finished recording a new album, put out the first single, um, booked some festival dates. So as far as music goes, um, things are good, really good. Got a new deal with the AFM Records out of Germany. I read that. Congratulations. That's awesome, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. You know, they're excited and so are we. And I mean, it was just it was nice coming out of uh, com- coming out of COVID there in our, in our last album to just sort of um, be able to sustain my creativity, man, and and be able to just like, uh, you know, shut the doors in a good way and uh, and just get in the woodshed and, and, and knock this record out. And it was written and recorded over about eight months. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Well, I definitely want to talk about the record here in a few minutes, um, but let's uh, let's get down to a little bit of basics. So, where are you calling from today? Are you in uh, Canada? Or are you in LA? I'm in LA. I've I've been living here 14 years. This is my 14th year now. Okay, 14 years in LA. So did you stay there through all of uh, 2020 and 2021, or did you uh, yeah, go yeah. back to Canada? No, no, I stayed here. And Canada to me was more strict anyway. So you know. I mean, all it was wasn't good for anyone, obviously. But I, uh, you know, this is my home, so <laughs> I, I'm an honorary American. Okay. Yeah, we liked having you here, and um, you guys started back in 2009, right? Yeah, like 2008. But um, that's when I started the new project, Red Light King, and wrote some songs. And then I, I went, I flew home, and and went and recruited Julian. Uh, Tamarin, one of my best friends who I've played with since uh, since two since two thousand. So in other bands and projects, so um, I convinced him to come to uh, to LA, and then we put the band together in Los Angeles, and uh, it's had many a different rhythm sections over the last decade. But right now we have Brian Weaver, and on the recordings we have. Uh, uh, Randy Cook and and we switched between Randy and Mark Goodwin on drums. So, but I mean, it's still it's an extended family. I like to say of musicians, <laughs> you know, and a good group of rock musicians, mostly who are based out of L.A. Also, Rich Beto, 
who is in uh, Finger Eleven, Santa Sonia. He, he's uh, he's in Detroit now, but he he plays with us once in a while. So we sort of rotate our rhythm section around a bit sometimes. But um, nice. And did you um, in two thousand nine? And I know you put that at your first album in two thousand eleven. Did you have a record deal in place when you came to LA? Because I know you put out a couple of things uh, solo. Did you have a kind of a deal in place then put together a band around oh, that? Oh, no, no, I, yeah, no, I actually, I came, I came in 2008, uh, on by myself and, and, uh, hopped over the border with a, uh, with my Harley in the back of my van and went to, it was, you know, went to a bike show for, uh, two weeks, quote unquote, but came back two years later with a, with a one visa and a record deal. So, no, I came, <laughs> I came with nothing. So you came with nothing and you took the bold move of coming down here and making it happen, putting the band yeah. together and then, uh, and then getting the record deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. I was curious about that since you'd done a lot of solo stuff before that, whether it was something yeah. that was put together after the fact. No, in fact, you know, I just had, had sort of um, knocked down every door, knocked on every door I could in Canada. And, um, was just having a hard time you know sustaining my career so to me it was the it was the right move and i knew that um the u.s is a, is a, one of the largest markets and um full of great rock bands so and to be honest with you most of the successful canadian bands do do come to the states or overseas, you know and you know it's so now it's now the borders i mean at the move in 2008 even was still the borders were really tight and it was a hard thing to do and yeah you know now it just with just the distribution of music and the business itself changed so much in the last you know decade and a half that i i feel like now i could probably do it from anywhere but but now this is home yeah and then in 2011 i i know you put out something for the pain that album um that was a big time for you guys i distinctly remember listening to you guys a lot on the radio and actually listening to that album so this oh, awesome. so right now is kind of like a little bit of blast from the past for me uh chatting with you because i did listen to that album when it came out quite a bit and was really liking the singles off there and uh knew of you guys back then so uh, it's kind of cool man that was a must have been a cool time for you guys oh that was that was great yeah we we had a good good initial burst out the gate and um you know we were playing our hearts out man and, and um it was uh, a lot of touring and i was it was it was a lot of work but we you know i enjoyed it you know i enjoyed being exhausted i enjoyed i enjoyed the obsession you know trying to unlock you know the next move to um to to make our band more visible and get it to as many ears as we could, you know, and we had a, we had a good team at Hollywood records that backed us. And, um, at the time we had a president, uh, named, uh, Bob Cavallo and his son, Rob Cavallo is pretty, uh, a famous guy in the music business as well. Signed green day and a bunch of big acts, Lance Morissette and stuff. So, but Bob, Bob was a music guy and he was the last uh, person. I was the last person he saw he had signed. And so that was a real honor. And then with the, uh, with the Neil Young sample, our version of old man, that was pretty cool nod from Neil. And, uh, and it was, uh, yeah, it was a great, 
it was a it was a good time for us and and as you know and uh i look back at it as a positive thing for sure we did two records with hollywood i put it out an independent ep in 2015 and uh 2019 i started working with jimmy messer who was a producer of awol nation and a bunch of huge artists and uh, produced that song sale for awol and uh did some solo stuff with him and then eventually put out uh, our record moonshine with through parts and labor which is jimmy's record label and then um took a year off and signed with afm so but um yeah i mean Having radio helped us a lot, especially in rock. Yeah, you guys had a bullet in my hand. It was huge on rock radio, man. I heard it all the dang time. What was that a feeling, uh, getting something that big on the radio? That, I mean, I had had big, big songs on the radio, but never in the U.S. And never in such mainstream cities, you know, big cities, big markets, you know, it's like. And that song just resonated with everyone and it resonated with bands. And that was really cool seeing my peers and, and bands that I loved and respected, like digging it. Like I remember we played Rock on the Range and uh, I look over side stage and it's Phil and Salmo and he's just nods his head at me. And we're just burying song, the bullet in my hand and everybody's surfing. And I, this is it, man. This is what, this is what it's all about. <laughs> it, it was, yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, yeah. I'm out of Atlanta here, and they played it all the time on rock radio, and we had the active rock station. So that's cool. And then, of course, I loved Old Man. That was a great song with a, with a good sample there from Neil Young. It worked really well, something a little bit different. And looking at your music, and I, I know you've always had somewhat of an alternative influence with the guitars and, and sound in there, and a little bit of the hip-hop influence, I guess, in your flow and stuff. Um, but I was listening to the 2020 album. There seemed to be maybe a little bit of musical progression away from um, the hip hop element in some of the songs that I'm heard into some other elements. Yeah. How's your music evolved over the years? Yeah, I, I think, yeah, you know, it's, uh, and thanks for checking those albums out and, and, and giving them a, a real listen to, uh, because you're right, you know, for, for me, I didn't want to make the same record. I don't, I don't, I try not to make the same song twice let alone record twice so i think after um working with jimmy and, and working a lot on my solo stuff and like i'm just a creator and i love all genres and i love all music so i sometimes i'll write songs on the piano and uh, or i'll i'll write you know straight hip-hop beats and 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 write hooks over that and then translate them into guitar i mean there's no rhyme or reason for the way i create but just the the way that album started to reveal itself was, I like to call it indie soul. It had a bit of indie rock, but it also had like a bit of soul. I realized mm -hmm. I was listening to a lot of Charles Bradley and I was listening to like early Curtis Mayfield stuff. And I, I was just admiring their songwriting and, uh, and where it came from. Right. So, uh, and to me, you know, rock and roll is rock and roll. Uh, to me, it was, uh, it was freeing, you know, I, I there's no rules. So, um, I just, as long as it, it felt good, it didn't feel put on and, and, you know, the, we, the way we all played down the songs, um, we made it so that it, it really fit our styles, you know? Um, and, um, like there's a song champion, that's a real bass heavy on that song. It really dances and it reminded me kind of, of when queen did another one bites the dust. I was like, Oh, this is, 
like that, you know, and I'm not comparing myself to Queen at all. I'm just saying I'm comparing myself the parallel of of stepping out of your comfort zone, right? And so let's talk about the latest song and music video, In Our Blood. I like that one a lot, man. It seems like you got a lot of people that like that one a lot. And when I looked at the music video uh, view count on YouTube. Yeah, it's great. It's really well received. Um, It's more straight ahead, anthemic rock. This whole new record is like more of just like live to the floor, raw rock, four piece. Let's call it, let's call it five piece because there's an, you know, overdub an extra guitar here and there. But there's no there's no tricks to, to this one, man. It's um, it's more straight ahead rock. It, it grooves and dances, you know. They're old. Like if I was to call up influences, you know, I'd say he's got ACDC written all over. But it, but then it it borders the line of like a social distortion and and then right into the modern day stuff, man. Your Jack White's, your Royal Bloods, and and it's even got some heaviness that. You know, even active rock bands, some of them active rock bands are, are have so I, guitars, drum, bass, man, like, and a and a good heavy, heavy sound and a and a, and a catchy lyric, man. I mean, there's, it's not rocket science on this one, you know, but but it's got attitude, and that's and that's sort of <laughs> how I feel right now because you know I I don't do this because someone's uh, forcing me to or telling me to and. I just feel a lot of frustration out there in the world. So there's, it's got some, uh, it's got some angst. Yeah, it does. It does. And it felt good. <laughs> it felt good to sing it. And it felt good to sing it and know it and record it. You know, I recorded it a lot of it at home. I recorded a lot of it in uh, a studio down the street, but I, it was one or two takes minimal comps. Mo- most of the songs had, you know, 15 tracks to 20 tracks. We didn't over engineer anything, you know, it was all in the playing and all in the parts and, and just making sure that um, everything had the right counterpoints and it felt, and it just felt good. And, and I wrote quite a few songs for that, for the new record and, uh, and leaned on a lot of my friends and including Julian for playing and for uh, helping uh you know make choices it's it's like at this level now and into the years that i've done this it's really come down to what do you want it to sound like you know it's like when i first started out it was like you're pretty limited you know which is also nice creatively but now it's uh it's a matter of like what you know making good choices and 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 just picking the right songs and and you know especially on an album setting I, i like it to be um I like it to make sense. I like to have a landscape. I, I like those songs collectively on this new album. We work together, right? And and a lot of times in the past, our, our albums got very eclectic, which is nice. But I just wanted to write a straight ahead rock record that's fast. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> well, we always need those. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I felt like doing that. So, so we did. So we thinking about a, uh, is a late 2022 release. Or are we going to be going into 2023? Yeah, I mean, for the album, the good thing about uh, AFM Records is they really um, believe in the album, they believe in the songs, and they believe we have lots of really good songs on there. So for me, it's like um, I'm going to hold the record back until we, we until we can't, until people are losing it and they're like, do we need the record? <laughs> so you got some more singles you might be releasing, it sounds like. Yeah, we've got a new single, I think, August 26th 
and we, we, I'm going to try and bump it up, but right now it's at the latest, it'll be out uh, late next month. So. Well, excellent. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to hear that. Thanks. Yeah. So these next questions are what we close with and ask everyone. Okay. So first question, what would you tell your 21 year old self? Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't listen though. So it doesn't matter. No. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's a tough one, man. And that's such a loaded question. You know, it's because, uh, how old were you when you got that massive uh, swing of success? The first swing of success, I signed my first record deal when I was 25 and it was well into the six figures. And I bought my mom a brand new car. We never had anything new and stuff, but we didn't grow up poor, but we were middle-class and, and we, you know, we, uh, we never went on vacation and stuff like that. You know, it was like, mm -hmm. uh, it worked, you know, and, uh, me being the second son, uh, you know, I got a lot, got a lot of hand-me-down stuff, but, but uh, they, they did a wonderful job. Like, uh, but the old man was real tough on us. And when I signed that first deal, it was like, holy shit, you know, it was, I got something to live for kind of thing, you know, like it's a way, it's a way out, you know? Um, and uh, yeah. So when I was 21, I was still cutting records and still fighting and doing judo and training and stuff. So I hadn't really transitioned full into a full-time musician yet. So, uh, but you know, I, I remember enjoying the moments. I, I remember, I tell you, I know what I tell my 25 year old self is to pay attention to, to the business side of things and to your team. Because uh, I was really loyal to a fault to the people around me and, and, uh, and it really hurt my career in many ways. So uh, that's outside of being this creative person that just wants to share you know, and have fun and be entertaining, you know, that's what you are when you're 25 though. So I, that's probably what most people would say to their 25 year old self. <laughs> you got time and, you know, just, that was a long winded answer. I think nah, so that I was, was a good answer. It was some, uh, some nice bits of advice in there. I liked it. Okay. Next question. What are you drinking lately? And if you don't drink alcohol, it could be anything refreshing you like to drink. Yeah, um, I'm drinking a lot of unsweetened iced tea. Unsweetened tea. Do you like sweet tea? Not really. Not uh, really? Too sweet. Come on, man. We drink that stuff like water here in the oh, South. Oh, really? Oh, yeah? You guys are just <laughs> sweet tea? I mean, I'll take it. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> and so, uh, as you know, this is Rock Down South. So, what is something, or maybe a couple things that come to mind, that you love about the South? Oh man, I'll tell you this. When we were in the South, one of the, my favorite things was we, we, um, we'd be venturing around and uh, we'd go into local bars and I'd just to see the, the talent of musicians because the thing about the South is there's a lot of bars with live music. And um, like I remember, I remember Atlanta for sure, but I, and then Georgia, and I remember Louisiana, right? And like, uh, the Carolinas and like all that stuff. And I would, I would drag my band out and be like, let's go find some music. And then we go into a, a place and they, they just, people knew we were musicians, you know, you could smell it on us. And they, and they'd say, well, if you want to drink in here, you're going to have to get up there and sing us a song. And we'd go and do it, man. Like <laughs> that happened several times. So I, I, I love the hospitality. I, I love that. And uh, 
that's what that's what I remember most and and the fans are just really really cool it was a slow everyone you know people people still open the door for you to still look you in the eye there and shake hands you know I, I like it so hey thank you so much Kaz for being a part of the show today where can people find to connect with you guys online all the same thing as everyone's got you know of the best places is Facebook Instagram for sure no, I don't really do a lot of Twitter, but I'm on there. And uh, Red Light King Official is our website. All right. And you got a new single coming out uh, in late August, hopefully, and uh, album here in the future. Uh, anything else people should know about? Um, you know, for me, I, I think just the live music in general and what you're doing with your podcast is, is sharing, you know, share the music. Share the music, get out there and, and see live music and, and uh, you know, it, it all comes around. So that's what I've been doing myself, too. I've been going to a lot of live shows lately and I've really been enjoying it. And because um, we see what happens when we don't get to do that. It's uh, uh, it's just it's a good it's good for the human spirit, brother. So but as for uh, anything they should know, just know that what I do comes from the heart. And uh, I try to tell our story, you know, as music for the people. So. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I had a really great time chatting with Kaz. I'm really digging these new tunes he's put out recently and can't wait for an album in the future. So make sure to go follow Red Light King on all of their social media pages and get the latest single and music video for In My Blood to listen. Check out all our content at rockdownsouth.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest updates. Also, leave us a five-star review if you can. We would really appreciate it. And as always, the views and opinions expressed by our guests are theirs and don't necessarily reflect our own. I'm Mark, and you've been listening to Rock Down South. See y'all next time. <laughs>